listening to The Archives, a podcast exploring Chicago's vibrant folk music heritage via the collected recordings of the Resource Center at the Old Town School of Folk Music. I'm your host, Marie Valindo. This episode is part of our Five from the Archives series, in which we delve into the stories behind rare recordings from our collection in roughly five minutes. Today we continue with Songs of the Old Town School Songbook, in one of two podcasts featuring descendants of the folk song The Gypsy Laddie. That's because the songbook includes not one, but two variations of the old Scottish ballad, The Gypsy Rover and The Gypsy Davy. There are countless more versions out there, too. And though they started in the same place, the perspectives, subtext, tune, and endings are quite different. Tracing the ballad's journey from the British Isles to the southern United States, we see one of the most fascinating examples of the way folk songs adapt to the singer and the time and place in which they are singing. Folklorist George Armstrong tells us where it begins, from a 1979 episode of the Wandering Folk Song radio program. The gypsies, the scholars tell us about them, came originally from northern India, leaving there about a thousand years ago, and wandering across Europe for hundreds of years, and uh, in 1505, there is recorded that the gypsies arrived in Scotland. And so there is where our story begins. We also read that a certain Johnny Faw was uh, granted a title as Lord and Earl of Little Egypt and by King James V in a document, uh, February 15th, 1540. You see, only uh, some 35 years after they had arrived in Scotland. However, in the next year, by an act of the Lord's Council, the Egyptians are ordered to quit the realm within 30 days on pain of death. Now, they were styled Egyptians. The uh, thought was then that they had come out of Egypt. That's where we get the pejorative term gypsy, widely used to describe the traveling Romani people, but applied broadly to many itinerant ethnic communities. After they were officially banished from the realm by an act of parliament, Anyone who was reputedly a gypsy would be hanged for simply abiding in the country. Francis Child documented several 17th century executions of people by the name of Johnny Fa alone. It's around this time that songs about the gypsy laddie, Johnny Fa, the raggle taggled gypsies, and the gypsy Davy begin to crop up in Scotland and England. In the earliest published version of the song from 1740, a band of gypsies come to the gate of a lord where they enchant the lady of the house with the aid of a magic spell, and she leaves with them. When the lord returns home to find his lady gone, he immediately rides out to find her. In the final verse, the lord executes fifteen gypsies, they say, all because of a fair young wanton lady. This tells us a lot about what was going on in Scotland in this period. Immigrants, clearly Romani people, were feared to the point of disdain, resulting in persecution and sometimes execution. It was also a time when women lived under the dominion of men. This early version of the Gypsy Laddie seems to come from the perspective of landowning men, a warning for foreigners to get out and stay out, and for women to be chased and obey their husbands. It sounds a little different in this version by Paddy Doran of the Irish Traveling People. Here's a tinker adaptation of the Raggle Taggle Gypsies. There were seven little gypsies standing in a row. They were none of them lame or lazy, oh. 
And the fairest one is among them all. She is on wood, a dark-eyed gypsy all. Come saddle for me, my pretty fair maid. Will you come with me, my honey all? For I wouldn't give a kiss off a gypsy laddie's lips, not for all our cash's money all. Oh, she rode a west and I he rode bells. Till we came into Strabari. Oh, then who did I meet put me on with a wife and she gone with a dark eyed gypsy all. This retelling of this story, sung by someone from a traveling community that often endured discrimination against their lifestyle, emphasizes how handsome and healthy the gypsies were, and that no riches can compare to the kiss off a gypsy laddie's lips. It ultimately ends with the lady choosing to stay with them saying she cares not for the comforts and riches of the Lord because she's happy living the traveling life with the gypsies. This version is also in Gammon. Now, if you find it hard to follow the words of this song, it may be because it's in Gammon, the secret language of the Irish tinkers. Uh, Paddy Doran, the singer, gave me a sample of it. Well, for instance, if you were on the road there near our place of restaurants and we didn't want you to know where we were staying, and uh, we would say that you were a buffer, here we can to what we were flaring about. That would mean a countryman standing on the road, listening to what we were saying. And uh, if we wanted to put you from it, one of us would say to the other, scrapper the fiend off the toper, Shan. That would mean you put the man off the road. Or if we wanted to hit you, we would say carve the fiend with the timmer, would mean hit you with a stick. Or, if you, if we wanted you to sing for us, we'd say, bring in the sham of the topper and get him to chant for our jills. That would mean bring in the man and get him to sing a song for us. That was Alan Lomax narrating in a selection from a 1950s BBC radio series from our collection called Alan Lomax, Ballad Hunter. Getting back to the songs we see in the Old Town School songbook, the gypsy rover leans toward Paddy Doran's narrative. In this 1950s version, written by Irish singer Leo Maguire, it's a daughter taken from her father, and it turns out the rover is a sort of lord himself, complete with music, wine, and a mansion, where the lady chooses to stay until her dying day. The magic spells and slaughter of yore are left behind in favor of a romantic take on the traveling life. A bit tame, if you ask me. Come back next week to follow the ballad's journey from the British Isles to the southern United States, and find out how we get to the Gypsy Davy, featuring a sit-down with Chicago folk singer and Old Town School teaching artist, Mark Dvorak. Give a little, take just a little. Sometime let your heart bleed a little, but baby, that's the glory of love. The Archives Podcast is brought to you by the Resource Center at the Old Town School of Folk Music. Special thanks to Resource Center Director Colby Maddox. If you like what you heard, tune in again next Thursday for another installment of this series on Songs of the Old Town School Songbook. Want to support our work? Rate the archives on iTunes or make a donation to the school. Visit www.oldtownschool.org for more information. Thanks for listening. Baby, now win just a little, lose just a little. Sometime had a blues a little, but baby, that's the glory of love.